Hello friends, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. The Eagles tie the Cleveland Browns in their second preseason game. Several injuries are suffered during the game. Do the Birds have a quarterback controversy? Rookie Tanner McKee continues to impress, while Marcus Mariota struggles. Training camp comes to an end with a contentious joint practice with the Indianapolis Colts. The two will face off Thursday night to end the preseason. The NBA has fined James Harden $100,000 for calling Daryl Morey a liar. Harden's comments are said to have violated the CBA in regards to public trade requests. The Phillies rebound from a disappointing series against the Nationals to take two of three games against the San Francisco Giants. The Phillies currently sit at the top of the National League wildcard standings. Can the Fightins get hot going into the playoffs? All that and more going up right now. How's it going, Phillies? So far, so good. Can't complain. Another week, you know what I mean? We're here. We're cooking. We're, we're rolling. You know, new fancy lights. We got new seats on the way. We got some fresh-looking stickers now. Thank you to Avery for putting that together. All right. You know what I mean? A little QR code action going. Uh, but feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Be on the lookout for the stickers around the city of Philadelphia, man. Got to represent. Got to get the word out. But, uh, yeah, about them chairs, Trevor. You dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> yeah, Saturday look, night. I had a long out in, night. Out in New York drinking almond cocktails till 4 a.m. Couldn't hang in the big Supposed city. Till 4, up. it was till like 2, and then I got to go get the the train there. Dude, I will say, dude, Penn Station, worst place in the world. Oh, yeah. Worst it's place not great. In the, I mean, I've always, like, I, I've always known Penn Station to be kind of shitty, but, like, this was awful. It was beyond – because I guess they're doing a bunch of construction there now. Oh. So it took us literally – Probably like at least a half hour to forty minutes just to find the Amtrak section. We were just wandering around in circles for a while. We kept asking people for directions, and their directions would send us in circles. And then we finally found it by in like the NJ Transit section. There was a part of it that was sort of like blocked off, like they had barriers, and we had to walk past the barriers to get to the stairs to the Amtrak. So we pretty much had to like you had to break the law, right? We had to like walk past this area that looked like we weren't supposed to go through. To finally get to the Amtrak, I was like, I was like freaking out for a second because I was like, "Damn, are you? If I end up missing a two fifty a.m. train and have to be like stuck in New York for God knows how long, two fifty a.m. train? Yeah, yeah, it's only left. But it, like, felt like I was, uh, felt like I was stuck in one of those like Escher paintings, you know, with like the stairs that just keep going. They just go, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like an endless. Uh, that's basically what it felt like. We kept like walking around, and then we're like, "Fuck, we're right back here where we started." <laughs> that's again. New York. That's New York transportation, though. Like it is a very well. I will say they get you where you need to go, but yeah. trying to get where you've got to start. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you realize how amazing 30th Street Station is as far as Amtrak stations go. So you get get in the Philly and it's like fuck I'm finally back here in civilization. Mm-hmm. Got the nice uh this nice art deco style train station. They got little statues all over the place. It looks nice. There's benches to sit on. <laughs> yeah. There's none of that shit in Penn Station. You're the just like sitting on the comfy. floor like some asshole. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Well and then like and then also I like I never realized just how nice 30th Street is and like if you take like a long trip on Amtrak somewhere like I remember one time I went from with like my family to uh we were actually going like Disney World this is years ago who we went from like Philly all the way to Orlando on the oh, train Oh wow damn yeah um and it's like Pretty much like every station you pass by in the South, it's just like a shack. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like someone decides, like, well, I guess we have to put something here for people to 
to buy their tickets and stuff. <laughs> it's just like, there's just like nothing. So yeah, 30th Street Station, absolutely A-tier train station. Yeah, I like a 30th Street Station. What's the one in D.C. called? Union Station, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I don't like that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. D.C. does have really nice subways, though. They feel like you're in like a sci-fi movie. Oh, or yeah. They're like the, the big cavernous tunnel. Like they're huge. Yeah. yeah. You have to go down like an endless fucking escalator just to get to the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, do, they cool. do feel like the Japanese style trains. Though, yeah. Like when that was, I remember we went there the one time to see like a Phillies Nationals game. That oh, was like yeah, the one time. Yeah, right, right. That's what I remember that from. That was the one time we took the, uh, the D.C. subway. Yeah, the rest of D.C., meh, but the D.C. subway's all right. Yeah, they, got, they, they at least did something right there. Avery, how you been? All right. Um, yo, the PPA, man, Philadelphia oh. Parking Authority go, can go got to hell. Ass. Yep, yep, they got me. So Sunday night, had a great dinner. My mom and my sister chilling, had a good time. Get back home about 9.30, can't find parking, park at the end of my street. Somewhat illegally, like kind of blocking a crosswalk, but whatever. I see people do it all the time. So people do worse and get away. Yeah, yeah sure. so park there, get up to move my car in the morning, 8 o'clock, have two tickets. Damn. So the double one, whammy. One for the crosswalk, right? Mm. I think that one was 51 bucks. But the same thing that happened to y'all. I didn't realize my inspection uh-huh. had expired. See? Oh. These motherfuckers Only by you. two double weeks. Mm-hmm. Another 41 bucks. Damn. You had some asshole. I no, told you about how we almost fought that guy. I didn't see the guy. I would have had some words for him or her. Or yeah, you can't them. be doing that, yeah. dude. No. So now I got to pay the PPA 90-some dollars in tickets. It's Damn. ass. And then you want to know the worst part about it is today when I was walking over here, someone's parked in the same spot I was blocking the crosswalk. They'd been there for all day. They were there this morning when I went to work. Still there. No ticket. See, Damn. yeah, that's the thing. That's I wouldn't. Bull, I wouldn't dude. be. Uh, I, I. I would be mildly pro PPA if they were just. If it was just equal justice, you know what I'm saying? Nah. They just let some people get away with fucking murder. There's yeah. no and pro then they just PPA. Hammer other people. No, that is the. I, the thing that kills mm-hmm. me is are the people who. Um, I, for some reason, people who are lucky enough to have driveways in their house think that that's just a license to park on the sidewalk outside, or not driveways, but garages. Everywhere that has a garage. The people just park their car on the sidewalk outside the yeah, garage. Yeah, someone across the street from me does that. It's insane. I'm just like, why are these people not getting tickets every day? Like, are they like, are they like connected or something? They got like something they, going on. They might on. be. I mean, PPA is privately owned, dude. Yeah, it's all about who you know. Every time I go to McCusker's and I walk down to Moya Mensing, there's this one block that has garages and there's like three cars just parked around the sidewalk. And it's like I gotta walk into the goddamn street just to get by, by these. Yeah, what the hell's cars. the point in the garage? To go to it's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, they can be walking the street just to go to the bar. The PPA Ridiculous. can go. I hate the PPA. But they got us with that. They got us with the inspection. I don't know if I said that earlier, but... You told us off the pod. Yeah, they got us that the night. I came home from work. We had a ticket. I'm like, all right, I get it. They got us. Like It was out like a month, so that was surprising. And then the next morning, same ticket on the car. I'm like, when would we have gotten this done between 5 p.m. and yeah, 8 a.m.? Yeah, let's be real like, here. Come right. on now. Then we see these guys in a van with the PPA rolling up on our block so me and hannah just kind of like we get in our coffee i'm like all right well fuck these guys so i flipped them off and i was like fuck you dickheads then they got <laughs> mad and then they pulled over and got out of the van and they were like 
what the fuck? I'll, if I punched you, you, didn't, you wouldn't have given me the finger. And I was like, gonna... all right, man, well, fuck you, man. Suck a dick. And he was like, we're not even the ticket guys. We're just the boot people. I'm like, you're even fucking Dude. worse, man. Yeah, fuck you, yeah. too. Then we were worried that oh, they were going to see our car. We'd get back from coffees and we had a boot, I'm surprised they didn't, like, threaten to boot you. Well, then, like, they were, like, yelling we're shit. We're boot you for being mean to us. They were like, yeah, well, your mom's real. We were like. Oh, yeah, real professional. And then the guy's like, well, your mom's a professional. We're like, dude, you're like a 45-year-old man. Like, why are we – this is a <laughs> – should be able to come up with something better than that. Sorry-ass joke here. You got knee pads on because you're putting fucking boots on people's cars. Like, get the fuck back in your van. Like, what? you're not going to do anything anyway. Like, come on now. But then we had to get – obviously, we got our inspection done, and that was it. But brutal. Yeah. PPA no, sucks. Hate the yeah, PPA. They're they horrible. Just, the biggest way to ruin your day is just looking at a PPA person, honestly. I see them like they just ruined someone's day right now. Yeah, no, they they ruined my day on Monday. But so, Trevor, what is this? You would be pro PPA. What is there pro about? The I'm PPA? saying there's a lot of people. I I just I'm just kind of like mildly anti. I just hate car. As a as a pedestrian, I don't drive a car. I don't ride a bike. You I use cars. Places. Yeah, but like, I I don't know. People drive like assholes here. That's they park true. like yeah. assholes. I don't have a problem with like. I feel like it would be you like, like law and order. I don't, yeah, yeah, sure, man. I'm a law. You know, like when it comes to when it comes to these like, you know, these fucking anarchists and their cars. Trevor's you like, know, we got laws little, and rules yeah, in place for a just, reason. You know, these people they like they block the cutouts. Like, God forbid, you got to get around South Philly in a wheelchair. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You got you can't get out. You know, it's, uh, it's there's a guy brought in a slayer. He gets around just fine in a wheelchair. But he only stays on one corner, but, you know, he, he gets it through. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people got to get around. <laughs> Damn, pro-PPA, well, yeah. pff, all right, we know where you stand. Well, hey, man. if anyone listening to this pod is a member of the P- – or not a member, a PPA employee or a member, whatever. D- dues-paying member. Of the PPA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, if I could uh, sign up to become, uh, you know, one of the – like a, a, an official PPA supporter. <laughs> Send them like ten bucks every month. They they send me a little like a little membership card. You, you ain't far from you it. You would still get yeah, a ticket dude. though. They would still ticket your ass for yeah. some stupid shit. Like, but I'm a member, <laughs> a member. But whatever. My point is, if you work for the PPA, you're a dues paying PPA member. Whatever. This pod does not support you. No. We do not support the PPA. In spite of what Trevor says, yeah. Pat and I, the vote is out. Yeah, him, we outvoted him, and yeah, we do not appreciate a damn thing that you do. Fuck the PPA. Here. I I get it. You got to make money, but damn, you could have picked anything else. But uh, anyway, that's enough vitriol right. about Whew. the PPA. Let's move on to some sports. What do we want to go? What for? do you want to start with here? As we just saw the Phillies wrap up their yeah. series of Giants, come just short of a sweep. Man. Almost. A brutal way to not sweep them. I will yeah. say they had a chance. I mean, you, first two games, phenomenal. First game, you can't really beat that. You know, you go up against your biggest wild card opponent and you blow them out of the yeah, water, which is them. great. They looked so bad that game, just booting the ball left and right, errors. Yeah. No one didn't look good like either. like the Gabe Kapler Phillies. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Lolo didn't look super well. I mean, he did okay, but I think that, again, his first start to be your ace to start a game like that, have bases loaded, no outs. Yeah, he does the ball. Come on, yeah. man. Like, Jesus, this isn't what you want to see. He just looks – we mentioned it last week. He just looks – his head's not in the game, defeated, sad. But he pulled it out. He got lucky with that hit up to the you know to the mound and made the smart play to throw to home plate. That was like a quintessential, like, he's going to throw to first and just do something stupid here. Yeah. But I'm glad <laughs> that he figured it out and knew what to do in baseball mode. Um, Classic one, two, three, double play. Honestly. But then the offense – Lifted him up and had a phenomenal game. I love to see it. Everybody hit that day, which was good to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only runs he gave were the home. Like I would, 
I love to see exactly like how many of the total runs he's given up have been from home runs because I feel like it's got to be at least half. They're seeing his it's, balls. It's yeah. kind of insane. They're hitting him like crazy. He's got no velocity, no control. His knuckle curve used to be his money ball. He ain't it's got just sh- flat. Dude. He ain't got shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second game was good. You know, a good, tough, well fought battle. Good to see Trey Turner again at home play pretty well. It's a good Hit comeback, that. dude. Yeah, yeah. it's a great he comeback. Was, he was win. 0 for 4 going into that last at bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of thought they were going to repeat the magic today. Yeah, it was like, looking that way. That closer, man, for the Giants, he's an all-star, but the Phillies have like really exposed the guy over the course of those games. Yeah. You also have, you're down by a three. Bryce Harper hits a three-run home run to tie the game up, bottom of the ninth, with no outs, with the meat of the lineup. Come on now. Then you get now, Cassianos hits a single, Rojas pinch runs, steals second, yep. ends up a third on a wild pitch, and you don't score? Nothing, yeah. Hmm. Hard, you know, hard to see, but... You won the series, and that's all you can really ask for against a team that's also fighting for you know top wild card spot. So I'll, I'll I'll take that. It was a good showing, especially if we end up playing them in the wild card. Um, so all in all, I felt pretty good about the series. I wish we could have swept; that would have felt better. But they look good. Yeah, going into it, if you said we would get two out of three, I would have been pretty satisfied with that. So can't complain. Yeah, fuck Gabe Kepler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, a couple things first. Harper, three home runs in three games. I mean, yeah, sure, the first game, back. it was the the inside the Parker. But still, I mean, he that hit that sick. ball really, really hard. Yeah. Hit it far. And then the last couple of games, just dingers, man, just out of the ballpark. So I think it's probably safe to say that he's back. Starting to look like he can carry the offense. I'm concerned that he's been a little gimpy and hasn't been able to play the field. It means we've seen a little more Schwarber in left than I think we would like. But, hey. If Schwerber can continue to hit dingers and Harper's going to get hot, we'll be all right. Yeah, I feel like not enough has been said by about how strange of a season this has been for Schwerber. Yeah. His, <laughs> he's what, has 34 home runs now. Yep. Still a sub-200 uh, batting average. I think he has barely – I think he, it's something like he has like 36, 37 singles and 34 home runs. <laughs> something wild. insane like that. Really, yeah, it's just bizarre. It's, like, hard to, like, look at his, like, slash line and figure out how that's possible. Yeah, what's his – I'm trying to pull it up now. What's his OBP? It's, like, 330, right? Yeah, he gets – I mean, he walks Yeah, he walks a decent amount. He's seeing the ball. It's weird. Like, he – and I think I said this, like, weeks ago where he he literally only hits home runs. That's it. I mean, like, every now and then he'll get you a single or, like, a weird random hit or – Weird double, he runs around like Babe Ruth, all fat and happy and shit like that. But, like, other than that, the dude only hits dingers. And, like, I'm okay with that. He's in the fir- number one spot. Yeah, and he's he not either- coming. They asked uh, uh, Thompson about that last night, I think. And they, they were like, is there any scenario where you might put Trey Turner um, at the leadoff spot? And he was like, not unless Schwarber gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. his there's that's no spot. need. I mean, like, yeah, it's not ideal. You want he's not going to be a guy that will get on base in the first inning. Either, either a strikeout or a home run. And honestly, it's worked, and it worked last year. And it's weird. It definitely is like not the most. It's very atypical. Ideal, but like that's what he does, and it does. You yeah. know, I mean, it does work out sometimes if you have people at the. I mean, because they have their guys at the bottom of the order have been pretty decent. So if you get a couple of those guys to get on base, and all of a sudden. I mean, today I they had a chance. That. Yeah. I mean, tonight they had a chance uh, in that extra inning to. I mean, you could have tied the game with a home run because I think it was like, uh, I forget who it was that got on, but you know, had a chance. Well, you have like Stott 
Marsh, and then like Sosa or like whoever else you want to Rojas, whoever you want to put at like seven, eight, nine. So you figure he's kind of like a second cleanup hitter where like you kind of have a guy that, yeah. you know, if the outs are right and people are on base, he could have the potential to do that. And he's shown that he can. Um, but your leadoff is very hotter. Like you either get home run or nothing, which is kind of like Howard toward the end of his career. Like he couldn't really do anything but hit dingers too. Right. But yeah, um, Howard wasn't even walking. No, well, he couldn't see. He swung. Yeah. He was like Cassianos, but with a bigger bat. Where at least Schwarber, I mean, hey, he sees. It's weird because he can see the ball really well to be able to get walked, but he just can't make strikes. contact. Yeah, it's yeah. like a very. I don't know. The guy's an enigma, but I'm cool with it. Like it, I fucking love Schwarber. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm into it. Yeah, I've always a been a big Schwarber guy, fan. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the offense took off once we put him in the leadoff spot. Or I shouldn't say took off, but it improved. It's not really taken off this year, but it improved when we put him in the leadoff spot. So, I'd say it took off since they gave uh, Trey Turner a standing ovation. That, that's the offense fair. as a yeah. whole was happy to see him get hot, and it's just elevated, really, I think, a lot of people on that team. I mean, you have Baum and Stott doing their thing, and they're pretty much consistent. They're crushing it. They're doing well. Yeah. But now they got Trey Turner that is turning the – the page and doing well, that is a huge come up for the team because you can they could put twelve runs on anybody at any given moment. Right. Yeah. When we've they seen get a bunch more of that lately. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Harper with his power back. Yeah. Yeah. So excited to see Harper with his power back. Then the other thing too, you said fuck Gabe Kapler. <laughs> I still think that Gabe kind of got the short end of the stick. But what I will say yeah. is watching him manage these games, man, just. I don't miss that. Yeah, it feels just like pulling you're, guys, no. like pulling pitchers left feels and like right. Fucking the Giants, Tony Larusa's back, right? The Giants used ten or eleven pitchers today. Yeah, yeah. in a in a ten they, inning game, and they barely won. Just insane, man! Like he manages literally every game, like this game seven of the World Series, which is good in a sense, right? Like he wants someone that takes it seriously and wants to win. But it's like, bro, you don't need to do all that. No. Like, yeah. some of the Giants players are apparently really against the way he manages. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, imagine if, if you're a guy who has, you know, gotten all the way to the majors, you're good enough to prove that you're a starting pitcher, and you get stuck on a team that manages like that. And it's like, I never get to throw, like, fucking five innings in right. this fucking team. You know? Right. It's annoying. Yeah, and then apparently Matt Gelb was saying this on his podcast the the Giants fans and some of the Giants media have started to get pretty contentious with Kapler and like Matt Gelb's just saying, dude, this is just like Philly is last year all over again. Well, you yeah. He's gonna wear out his welcome again. It's like as long as, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. If you if you have like a very uh, unconventional managing style like that, if you're winning, you're winning. No one's gonna right. right. But if you start like fucking up, like the leash is going to be short because all of a sudden, like every all these weird things you're doing are just going to be magnified, and people are like, "Well, that's the reason that we're losing." Well, and you do all the weird rotational things; it fucks up the whole fucking lineup. Chip then, Kelly. Like, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you he's know, basically, yeah, yeah. he is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I Went will from say, Philly to San Francisco, just like Chip yeah, Kelly. That's true. Yeah. Yes, sir. Gabe Kapler is going to be uh, be coaching UCLA soon. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, good to take two out of the three against them. I still don't really want to face them in the playoffs just because the Phillies haven't won in San Francisco in what feels like a decade. Yeah. but uh, Yeah, they never seem to play well there. But whatever. It kind of I mean, seems... Hopefully we'd have the home field, but... Right. You'd I was going to say, it kind of seems like we will regardless of who we one, play one, as long one, as we be don't a three fall game. Yeah. I feel like if... I feel like at this point, I feel like if the Phillies don't hold on to that top wild card spot, something will have gone very wrong. You know, they they, yeah. buy, they should be able to hold on to it. Yeah, and they seem like they're on track to do that. I mean, they they don't ever have even the losses that they've had lately. 
don't feel as heart-wrenching as they have even like a month ago. They seem like, okay, hey, they got great wins here and there, whatever. They're winning series. Is yeah, what and I'm okay with yeah. that. Like, you know, they're not, they're not having super dis... I mean, this one was a little disappointing just because it was bottom of the ninth. You're tied up. You had a chance to win the game there for sure. But after having two great wins, I feel okay with like, all right, you gave up the third game. Like, San Fran's going to give them their all and play like it's a playoff game, like you said, and they do that. But I feel like this team is poised. They're ready. They're meeting the moment, and they understand what's on the line. And, you know, you can see the standing... I mean, Citizens Bank Park has been pretty full every home game recently, and yeah. they're feeling that energy. They're like, we're right, like, October is right around the corner. You're right, you know, they're getting ready for it. So. Yeah, it's definitely start, starting to get back to that, that feel. Yeah, like big the, time. The vibes are back in the ballpark. Yeah. Speaking of good vibes, Jose Alvarado's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's my nice. man, bead boy, dude. Yeah, he's making his necklaces for everybody. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Who was wearing them? Uh, Jeff Hoffman and uh, Strom was it? Someone else had one on. Yeah, I feel like I feel like at some point the whole bullpen's got to have him. Yeah, it's a sign of, a sign of just the brotherhood, man. No other teams got their their guys wearing beads that they're they're loogie, I guess you would call them. Their lefty specialist yeah. is making. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's just a good dude making the rotisserie chickens out of the towels yeah. earlier this year. Oh, That's my yeah. guy. That's just funny as hell. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, good to have him back. Sir Anthony threw a scoreless inning yesterday. Hopefully he can keep that up. Because, yeah, if the bullpen can get rolling, offense continues to hit. If Nola can ever figure it out, we're sitting yeah, pretty. He does not give up home runs. Right. He'll be fine. Uh, did you guys watch the the game, the Little League special? Yeah. Or yeah. So How they lost that game. That? It stunk. That's the second time they've done it, right? They they mm-hmm. had that against the Mets a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's the broadcast is brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's like I get it, like well, you know, we're talking about low league here. I know. Well, I get <laughs> like I'm not trying to like rag on a bunch of little kids or whatever, but it is like, man, I don't know. It does get very awkward. Some of these, yo, <laughs> they keep putting these kids on to ask like. Kind of dumb questions. Yeah, what like, was the one where Cassiano's? The Cassiano's bit was great. <laughs> Uh, though there was this kid, uh, I guess he was on like the uh, the team Australia or whatever. He's Korean, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, oh, and Cassianos is like, oh, so you're from uh, you're born, you're from Australia, or Australia, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, I'm from Australia, but I'm uh, you know, Korean, like ethnically or whatever. And Cassianos says like, oh, citizen of the world. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Castellanos is like the great like dude. They're they're just like all a bunch of like lo- just lovable dumb guys. Yeah, which is great. Like, did you see the um the quote? I, th- I think this was in like a, a Matt Gilb article. Oh, the Brandon last Marsh night, quote. The Brandon was incredible. Talking about how uh, <laughs> Let's see if I can he, pull it up. Yeah, when he runs, if he's, if he imagines that there's a bear chasing him. Like, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up real quick because it was pretty incredible. But yeah, to your point about them just being dumb and lovable, what did Castellano say his introductory per, like press conference? I don't have a college degree. I just, I just get yeah, paid to hit baseballs or yeah. something like that. Yeah, the Brandon Marsh quote: "I'm running like I'm like I'm running away from a pack of wolves." Marsh said, "A bear is following me. I think they're chomping at my feet, and I'm trying to get home. There's an invisible barrier at home plate, and once I pass that, they can't get me. I just have to get there." <laughs> The kids, are like, weird, yeah, dude, the kids are like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I love that. He is the man, dude. Did you see the the post-game interview with Trey Turner yesterday 
where they go to like douse him in Gatorade and they miss. Yeah, it was a whiff. And then Brandon Marsh throws him a piece of dried Wagyu steak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they hit him with a squirt gun anyway. He's like, yeah, they're children over there. Like, it is what it is. They, Yo, but, they, uh, but they're having fun, though. And I haven't seen them all have a good time like that in yeah. a while. Gotta have those good. kind of vibes to get through a, yeah. a playoff run, you know? Big time. It felt good, but shout out media. I mean, they had a great team this year. Good little league World Series. Got they, are they still play. in? Or did they get knocked out. No, they, they, they got they knocked got out. But, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they at least got there. Yeah. yeah they they represented the us well. Yeah. And for them, man, like for these kids, that's got to be cool to. Cool to have the Phillies rooting right. them on. Right. You're the whole usually time. in the stands rooting for them. Yeah. They're sitting there rooting for you. They How were cool cheering. Yeah. That? It was awesome, man. So that was cool to see the camaraderie that way. And I think that. You know. I used to go to the Little League World Series every year. Williamsport? Like, when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to, like, me and my dad and my brother used to watch, like, the final game or whatever on that big hill. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. The big hill wasn't there. What? Or I guess the Phillies didn't play at the same stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they weren't at the same stadium, but, like, the... The well, yeah, one where the mean, actual yeah the, the, the Phillies weren't playing crushing, on a little league field. They would be crushing yeah, they'd be like, that shit. Yeah, we made like there's there the first major league baseball game where there's 50 home runs. Hit. Yeah. Dude, Rodolfo Castro could have hit one yeah, out dude. there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I used to like sit up because like it was like tough to get because there's only like I don't know like 200 actual seats in yeah. the place or whatever. So like we would get the we would just go on the hill and like my dad made these little like wooden. Uh, just things to sit so you could like so you didn't have to like be have just have your ass on the hill and be like leaning up on because it was pretty it's pretty steep but yeah so you put like a little shelf people little... Nice. yeah it's almost, it's just like a little like shelf seat like so the little thing it goes up and then across for the seat so it sits there real nice on the, on nice. the angle yeah Hell yeah that was cool and then you get portable the bleacher get some yeah and then there's like people get like the piece of cardboard to go you know make it a little sled go down the hill Nice. Yeah, a little bit. Little League World Series is a it's a fun time, if you're like you know, a child. Yeah, <laughs> I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much now. I guess. Yeah. Speaking of Sunday's game, it's been a while since the Phillies had uh, an ESPN Sunday night game. How do y'all feel about the in-game interviews while someone's on the field? Oh, uh, they're pretty annoying. I don't like that at all. I don't like them. Yeah, I'm they're not a fan. horrible, man. So I'm sitting at my mom's watching the game. Me and my sister. My sister. Not the biggest sports fan, but has always enjoyed watching a baseball game. And uh, she hasn't watched many games this year. But she's saying, like, why are they doing this? This is awkward. Like, these guys aren't even giving good answers. It's like, yeah, they can't. They have to pay attention to what's on the field. Yeah, I like when the guy's, like, about the pitch and he's like, "Uh, hold on a second. (laughs) Like, I have to, like, get ready to, like, feel the fucking ball. Like, I appreciate a lot of things they've done to try to make baseball interesting. The larger bases, the elimination of the shift, the pitch clock. Just anything they can do to inject some life and some energy into it. But these on-field interviews while you're in the middle of trying to catch a fly ball. Yeah. This just and ain't it's, it. It's also almost like they're admitting in a way. They're like kind of leaning into the idea that like baseball is boring. Just the fact that they can conduct an interview while a guy is playing the right, game. That's like a imagine good point. doing that in any other sport. There's no way. Like guy like you have like fucking Jalen Hurts <laughs> mic'd yeah. up no. while they're like Hell, running through a no. running through a two minute drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean baseball I mean, it's the only sport you could do it in, I guess, that way. Maybe golf. But like Who wants oh, yeah. to hear a golfer? Talk <laughs> well, my point though is that like, so no one, little, little kid no one's their craving golfer, no one's uh, craving sideline fucking conversations mid-game from a baseball player like you'd rather see the reaction I'd rather watch them watch the game than hear them talk about what they're it's just stupid 
Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, it was like, too much. I feel like it was bad. I remember when they would do the. Um, I mean, I guess they still do this, but they uh, when they do like the in-game interviews when they're in the dugout or whatever, and like those are like weird enough because it's like yeah, after a whole yeah, the guy's got like sense. shit to worry yeah. about. He's like got things to think about, whatever. Like he's probably doesn't really want to do an interview right now, but to like take that up to the next level and like right. what they're actually playing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. Uh, I can understand doing that during like the All Star game or some kind of a game that doesn't pre- matter. Yeah, Fine. spring training. Yeah. But yeah, for, during like an actual game is uh, a little absurd. No. Yeah, that was just. And it only gets worse during the playoffs. The playoffs, you get that fucking dork with the fucking uh, what's it called? Okay, the little, yeah, the little guy, bow tie, bow tie man. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I don't like that dude. Miss me out of here with that weatherman Schwartz look. Like I don't need that shit in the dugout real quick. Yeah, there can be only Hurricane one, Schwartz. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash Pee Wee Herman. Look, it's look, like, look if like they old both had a kid. Tucker Carlson. Yo, yeah, rest back. in peace, Pee Wee Herman. I know. Oh uh, yeah. Shout yeah. out Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman, yeah. a real man. That sucks. But don't need him in the dugout. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the game's a game. Yeah, I'm he, trying to watch the baseball. He can sit in the stands, yeah. man. He can, yeah. he can he sit on the big hill on Trevor's dad's bench. Yeah, yeah. Probably still have those things in our basement somewhere. At my parents' house. Yeah, we got to get them on the podcast set, man. Hang them up. Well, I guess they're probably made the wood. Yeah, you can't hang them anywhere. Yeah, you can really hang them. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That about it for the Phils? Uh, Baseball? Oh. Anything else? The Angels are coming to town. Are we going next week? Uh, Yeah, I would like to. But did you hear Otani like, left the game today? Yeah, arm fatigue. So arm he fatigue, probably ain't so he, pitching. Probably not pitching, but I think he might still Mike play. Mike Trout's back, though. Oh, uh, yeah. It'd be a good series to go to either way. Yeah, so we should try to go. Yeah, I'm down. Put some stickers up at CBP. Uh, hell yeah. Want some seats. Start to represent, man. Put get the, get the, the podcast ba- name the out there. The bathroom is the money. That's the money spot right yeah, there. Yeah, put them in the urinals, you know? Mm-hmm. On the baby changing not station. Afraid, not, my, not afraid to get my hand wet. <laughs> don't even start with this. <laughs> don't even start with this bathroom sanitation nonsense. This way, no, that could be, nasty, this way when the single dads no, try to be, change their baby, could, they can open up and there's just us right there. Yeah, that could be the that could be the perfect thing. Because isn't it a little bare right now? You're in like the middle. Yeah, you're in like the middle of the middle of the game. All of a sudden, you got to, like, change diapers. Like, that's the last thing you want to do while you're trying to enjoy a game, you know? But it's like, you got to do it. You're a parent. Yeah. And like, you go in there, you flip the thing down, and what do you see? Us. What is this? <laughs> well, this is, uh, looks like some kind yeah. of podcast I've never heard of. That's interesting. Let me let me take out my phone and scan yeah. that QR yeah, code. Yeah, my, my baby's just <laughs> peeing all over the place, let, pooping his brains out. Well, yeah, that's cares. why we got the glossy finish yeah. so that they're that is uh, true. Uh, baby spray, piss resistant. Baby. Yeah. yeah. Put your pizza down. Put the kid down. Ew. Or yeah, put the kid the, down. That don't pizza even down, start with the yeah. pizza. Mm. Put the pizza put on the kid. You're, and then you're, you know. you're, you're in there juggling all your, your $4 yeah. dogs while you're changing oh, your kid's yeah. diaper. God. I can see it. Potential's <laughs> there, baby. Y- y'all are too much. Well, you open the door. I just flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, we can move yeah, on. Yeah, I think now we're done with the films. <laughs> I guess we could touch briefly on the... The latest developments in the ongoing James Harden saga. Oh my God, so, this fucking guy! <laughs> Someone's over it already. Well, we're all over it. Yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about this? No, but we kind of have to. Yeah, uh, there was a minor update. Yeah, Adam Silver grows a pair. Finally, lays the hammer down. He must have heard this calling for the mummy of uh, yeah, David Stern. Exactly. Last week. He's like, damn, I gotta show up here. Puts a $100,000 fine on James Harden for – and th- this is what was funny because I guess the, the fine was for, uh, I guess, 
they're not supposed to actually publicly say that they're demanding a trade or whatever. That's like against the CBA, you know. Harden actively, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no way around that. Like, yeah, him saying I will never be in an organization with John Murray. Pretty much, you know, there's no other way to take that. Yeah, but it was funny because I was thinking before about how, uh, you know, the fact the what what else he could be maybe. I thought it was I thought it'd be funny if him calling Daryl Morey a liar was about something just completely innocuous, you know, <laughs> like if it was like, uh, you know, Daryl Morey, he said that he really liked my fit. And then I was talking to this other guy and he said that that's not what he said. <laughs> and he actually thought it looked bad. <laughs> I will never play for that motherfucker again. When he had or that just cookie like monster outfit. Stupid, like, yeah, he said, yeah, he said he liked my cookie monster jacket. I think that, well, did they find, uh, Lillard the same way that they find Harden or no? No, but he didn't well, come out well, and say like he well, said I only want to play for Miami. Is that not the same thing that I won't play for any team that Maury's associated with? Yeah, I think they did. How is that? I not think the, the same? same thing they did it a little more subtly. I they mean, it was obvious what the point they were well, getting across. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't Dame going up to a bunch of kids at a Chinese basketball saying, camp and I saying, will never play yeah, I'm Portland never playing for Portland again. Fine, but, yeah. the, but the rule was that you can't publicly whatever about trade talks. And Lillard said, I will only yeah. go and play I'm for curious the, the Which it's the same tampering in a trade talk. It's the yeah. same thing. I'm just, curious what the actual language of the CBA is because it's like, I mean, people request trades It's a bunch of legalese we would never understand. Also, I think you just can't publicly. I, th- I, I feel like you can like request a trade, but you can't like demand a trade like. Also, I literally will never play for this team if unless you you know you have to trade me. I think that's yeah. There's a difference. The line. Uh, Well, of course, like the the players' association. I hear you, man. You know, like the statute of limitations. It's like, what is it? It, I think it's kind of bullshit. To be honest with you, at the same time, why is the fine then only a hundred grand? That's like that's that's a pretty big fine. Hundred grand is a lot of money for James Harden. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all like, I mean, they're, it's all a drop in the bucket for yeah, these but guys, because, but that's like a pretty hefty, I mean, that's a no, way bigger fine no, you get for like, my point though is that punching like, someone in the face on the court or some shit. My point though is that like, people that request a trade and break this rule are guys that aren't going to be fucking nobodies on a team. They're just happy to play in the NBA. Yeah. Guys that make these accusations. So what, you wanted <laughs> to see them find him like <laughs> they're 15 gonna, million? I don't yeah. know. Make him stop if, selling I mean, shitty wine. I don't know. Do something. like. <laughs> what if they? What if, what if Adam Silver lays down the hammer? can't stop the, the free hammer? market, man. It's what a if, capitalist society. Trade a million. Make find a million bucks. What if? Uh, yeah, it should be proportional. Do something. I've, I've always speaking. A hundred like, grand is like nothing to James dude, Harden. Speaking in, of the, in the P- grand scheme speaking of, of the PPA, I've always felt that like with traffic tickets and like speeding tickets and stuff, they should make them proportional to your income. So that like order the, the make a model of your car. A Porsche yeah. or well, a BMW the, should be probably way five, more, a little right. more. Because exactly, like if you if then you, a Toyota if, Camry. If you're a millionaire, that like. Fifty hundred dollars speeding ticket is like a drop in the bucket. That's you don't even feel that. So what's the incentive to not? It should be proportional. Also, like my, that's what I'm saying. It should like hurt the he, same way regardless of gets, how much money you make. It's like a ten dollar mm. fine to us, you know, or a parking ticket for us. But like James Harden's like, I don't want to play with this sixer because of Daryl Morey, blah, 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 whatever. All the fucking bitch ass shit he does. A hundred grand to him is literally nothing. Yeah, that's it would nothing. be. It'd be funny if they start to really, uh, you know, come down on all these. Public trade requests, I would and hope they end that up. They do, and like, they like, and they end up fining uh, Furkan Korkmaz a hundred thousand dollars. Dude, for, for him, that's request. a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but see, but he's a piece of scratch. Well, I'm just saying. Harden. Did you see he was lighting it up for Team Turkey? No, he was Hell like yeah. going he was? off. Yeah, he's a baller, man. In like one of these, yeah, 
Nick Nurse is gonna unleash yeah, him this he year. Catches, they, dude, that would rule. We don't when he catches when he catches fire, he can shoot a little bit. We don't have a whole hell of a lot of wings. Pretty good groundbreaking performance. Yeah, he might right not there. have much choice then to unleash the Furk. Yo, I'm here for the Furcon forty point eight three game, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm here for that. It'll Brown. be his last hurrah. It'll be like Cole Hamill's no hitter. He has the standout performance and they trade him the Damn. week after that. Like an earthquake. But yeah, as far as Harden goes, man, typically pro player. He got what he deserved with this one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he sold ten thousand bottles of wine. He probably just offset that. He could pay that fine with his fucking shitty wine deal he just sold. And he got Adidas money. The basketball camp was an Adidas basketball camp. Boom, Adidas. Yeah. Man, so fuck yeah, this he, guy. He got what he deserved. I mean, you can't be doing that. And like, I hope he gets just, diabetes, to dude. Be he's <laughs> drinking that shitty. He's gonna, he's he's gonna, gonna know that wine's probably too yeah. sweet because he's well, not he's making gonna, it right. He's, he's gonna do the thing where he gets fat again, but he's gonna take it too far. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like, uh, but you gotta start taking insulin now. Yeah, like he yeah. took, he took this a little too far. Arthur's gonna eating be all too clogged. Many, eating he's too many. About uh, to take his game to fucking Saudi Arabia yeah. to be too honest. Many tasty cakes. Yeah. Yo, so I was thinking, you think there's more likelihood that he stays in China at this point? Yeah, I, that's, I mean, yeah, that's I think not it, actually... I, I think it could happen. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I think he's gonna eventually link up with he's, the six. Like he doesn't want to play for the Sixers. Refuses to play for the Sixers. No other NBA team wants him. He he said himself. He's like. Man, I might just stay in China. I should just stay here. I should play here. Everybody loves me. They would probably give him forty million a year, which is more than the Sixers are going to give him. Do you think they can actually afford to give him that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the, the I don't think they. I don't pay know like what the that. salary cap is in the Chinese basketball league. I don't think they pay like that. It would be funny if China's that, got money though. It'd be funny if that's yeah. what finally if if this was what finally turned the uh, sort of like he might quasi- finally get a ring. Like we've had, like the like the U.S. government's had this sort of like quasi cold war going with with uh, China for a while now. This is the thing that finally tips it over into a hot war. Like we like this like we're trying like look according to the NBA contracts, he can't be playing in uh, any other league, including foreign leagues. He can't play in China, and they're just like, well, what are you going to do about it? And they're well, I guess we're Nothing. gonna we guess we gotta gotta send the troops now. Yeah, yeah. unleash the nukes, get, man. Get the beard back. <laughs> Have fun. Let Yo, let him take your team like to the what fucking. Finally, this is what finally causes the nuclear holocaust that we've been <laughs> fearing since, since World War Two. Dude, James Harden ain't worth all that. No, Joel Embiid, different story, yeah. but. James Harden ain't worth all that, man. James Harden about to take the Beijing whatever they are into like. The games, Shanghai Sharks, game, man. Game I think seven. they're the best team over there. He's, he's going to drop 40 points in the first game and the third game and then ghost the rest of the team for the rest of the fucking playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, have fun with that shit. Yeah, it'd be funny to watch him choke in the Chinese playoffs, Chinese basketball league playoffs. Fucking bum. I don't want him anywhere in this city. Man. I'm over it. He's, he's probably he going to end up coming back. If he back. comes back now, it's going to be such a fuck. It's all it's going to be about. It won't be about Nick Nurse or the development of the young players or, like, Potentially the last year with Embiid on a playoff potential championship caliber team, it'll be about how does Harden feel? Is he welcome back on the team? Is he going to play right? Is he thin? Is he too fat? I'm over it. He's a fucking prima donna living in China right now, playing basketball, selling wine, running his mouth. Yeah, I think he did come back from China. Yeah, he was. Well, whatever. Well, fucking wherever he is, then Houston, wherever he is at, I'm over it. Yeah, it's uh, heated. I'm over it too. I think we're over here. we're all at the same point. We're all over it, but 
He's he's gonna end up coming back. Gonna be a huge distraction. Huge in more ways at one distraction. I think yeah. Maybe it ends up being the same thing with Ben Simmons and that they just send him home and say, Yeah, just don't come back. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be a mess, but we'll have plenty more time to talk about this when Sixers training camp starts in yeah, that's when a couple really of weeks, which is yeah, crazy. I guess that's kinda soon. It's been a dramatic summer and all that BS. We but, should, uh, though, buy his wineries to try it. I'm not going to lie. We should. We, didn't you? You bought a couple bottles before the Harden wine. Oh, yeah, for our we NBA bought, fantasy we sh- draft. We should buy some for the pod <laughs> and just sit the bottle right there and we're done. Yeah, we got that, that Harden. Got a couple bottles of the Harden cab mm. that we drank. Uh, it was fine. Our, yeah, it was like a, you know, pretty boilerplate. Like, it wasn't, wasn't like bad. Wasn't like anything remarkable. It's just like fine. Just wine, dude. But yeah. that's how I feel about all wines. I think we've had this conversation on the pod before, though. To yeah, me, all wine kind of tastes the same, unless we're talking MD twenty twenty or Night Train. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> the wine of our high school years. Yeah, Mad Dog, baby. That like <laughs> peach, peach Mad Dog, dude. Yeah, the blue one. Blue, what even was that? Was blue raspberry? Blue what? Probably, yeah, something like that. I love Mad Dog. It all kind of just tasted the same. Just tasted like over-sweet, wine. <laughs> cheap, mediocre liquor. Yeah. The Mad, Mad Dog's all right, but the Night Train is like, that's the real oh, brutal stuff. Oh, man. That's like you got to be. You gotta... Night Train Express, yo. <laughs> toot, toot. Yeah. I will say, though. Well, whatever. This is like drinking cough syrup. It was so thick and just so red. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, that stuff's gross. That's probably what that, that fucking teacher yeah. was drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah the teacher in Oklahoma. Red. Yeah, she was on some other shit, man. That video was, that the whole story is incredible. It's all fun and games. So you sign up for a breathalyzer test, so confident, and you're like, oh, wait, uh, we're doing this thing? Yo, a .24, that's prolific. Yeah. I guess we should, that's third, what we're talking about. yeah, yeah, there we was, should elaborate a little <laughs> bit. That's third grade for you right there. there was, uh, that's drinking, buddy. There's a, a teacher what, in Oklahoma. Third grade teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pull the article up here. Drank uh, half a box of wine until 3 a.m. before the first day of school. And then she finished it, no? I don't know if she finished She brought some to work, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that, I feel like that's that's was she her She tried mistake. to hair if the dog had, at work, that's all. If she was just, br- I mean, I feel like you could get through the day just brutally hungover, but if you're re-upping in the morning, then you're I don't in, know, in man. the danger Hangover zone. Hangover with then. a... Classroom full of third graders. That's got to be that fucking That sounds tough. nightmarish. Yeah. The first day of school. Yeah. How was your summer? Nah. So this article from the New York Post. Superintendent's talking to her. No more games, right? What is in that? Asked Superintendent Doug Ogle, pointing at the blue cup Coates had been drinking from in the morning. My juice, Coates replies before being cut off by the school resource officer. Want to try that again? That there is wine, <laughs> the officer says after smelling the cup. So she was just drinking wine on the job, dude. Coates tried to excuse her odd behavior by blaming the anxiety medication she had taken, but the breathalyzer test showed a BAC level of 0.24, three times the legal driving limit of 0.08. She was hammered, dude. When I was 17 at a house party, the cops came. It was in the middle of nowhere, PA. There were like 40 of us. Breathalyzed all of us. We were all underage. I was 17. I think I drank a fifth of whiskey that day, which I can't do at all now. 17, I don't know how I did it. I blew a .20, and I was blacked out. She blew a .24. I was just trying to yeah. teach a, cla- a third-grade class. She's a veteran, you know? That's wild. That's that third-grade teacher liver. Yeah, she probably she was drinking some nitrine in that blue cup, maybe. 
She's on some other shit, man. And that mystical anxiety pill. Yeah. Straight wine in the cup's pretty bold. Like, I would uh, think you'd go with uh, some kind of mixed drink or Especially red wine first thing in the morning. It's a little bit, you you know, your mouth is a little dry. Yeah, it's going to smell all strong, too. That's a movie day for the kids right there. We're turning, yeah, we're turning yeah. the lights. But, uh, we're first, turning the lights first, off. First day of school, we're yeah. watching Toy Story. Yeah, <laughs> lights off, Toy Story we're on. Bringing in the car with the TV. Maybe Finding Nemo, something soothing. Maybe David Attenborough. You know, something nice <laughs> yeah. and calming. You call Planet it a day. Earth. You think yeah. she's peeing in the trash can? What yeah. were you saying earlier before we start recording? Well, this is a fellow school teacher, so I'll let that be for maybe off the record for a minute. But there was a guy. <laughs> well, maybe not. Fuck it. There was a guy. If you don't I, have to say their name. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I can't the remember. The, I'm not gonna lie, I can't remember the name. But his wife taught at my school for a minute. But uh, yeah, he like tried to blame someone pissing in his trash can in the classroom. Turned out it was himself peeing in the trash can. <laughs> so hell yeah, you know that's Philly for you right Classic there. Maybe move. yeah. He's like, who the fuck's peeing in my trash can? Oh wait, it was me. But whoops. You know, it happens. You know, we've all done that. Yeah, you pee in the trash can. The you think it's someone else. I peed in a trash can once in my dorm when I was at Temple for a minute. <laughs> but, you know, game's a game, dude. Shit happens. You can't make it to the bathroom. You just got to let it rip. Yeah. And we got the next day. You're like, who the, what the fuck is that smell? Oh, wait. That was me. I remember at a, I was at a Flyers game one time, and it was like a long line to the urinals like between periods, and there was just like <laughs> some dude just pissing into the sink. This is just like, fuck it, I'm not waiting in this line. Hey, that was my move when I was younger, when I was like real hammered. Like someone was in the bathroom at the party. If I like wasn't anywhere near outside, I'd just go into the bathroom while they're peeing and peeing in the sink. Tub, I love the good tub pee. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, yeah. man. You it's all porcelain. Be, you can't be wetting yourself. <laughs> the water still gets hot. At least that water gets hot. You know what I mean? You've put the little hot water on, call it a day, or the litter box. I was a big fan of that. What? <laughs> Wait, you know what, I'm saying? Yeah. what? We're not all. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, the fucking. The, no? This, you're. <laughs> The libs of TikTok, uh, the libs of, uh, t- of whatever TikTok lady is going to have a field day with this. Fucking, I mean, you really used they're to like, do it's that. true. Why we are pissing really in the litter box. The funny thing is, I used to do it at my friend's house. They'd be like, oh my God, my cat took the biggest <laughs> piss last night. We're like, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude, Pat was pissing like Duke, dude. Yeah. yeah. That shit would come out like that. He was pissing like a diabetic cat. They would scoop that litter box. They'd be like that basketball. They'd be like, why is it so dense right now? I'd be like, that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> I, don't know that I don't know what happened. But yeah, I used to love Peter. Oh you know what I mean? Oh, that's one of those fucked up things I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it, well, plenty of other things. I threw up once in someone's uh, sink for a minute because I thought they had a garbage disposal, but they didn't. Ooh, that's a. That was tough. I've been at parties where someone did that before. Yeah, it's pretty. I know, played a show one time where someone did that in the, the green room in the bathroom. They didn't throw up in the, the, the toilet, they threw up in the sink of the green room. And it was the only green room in the whole venue. Damn. And no disposal? No, no, uh, no disposal. It was just like a, a regular ass bathroom. <laughs> so someone had to go in there and scoop all the puke out so people could wash their hands in the sink again. It was, ugh. Yeah, I never got invited back to that house. But, you know, stunk. you play the game, you see what happens, and, uh, you know, a litter box, though, if everything's full up, bingo. I'm in there. <laughs> That's never a new shit one. in that, though. That'd be, that'd be a flex. Just, it's just, it's <laughs> just a pile <laughs> Someone yeah. walks down like. Say this is the litter box in the basement. Someone walks down the litter box, just sees you They're squatting over a litter box. <laughs> they just come out next door like, damn, I have to take my cat to the vet. Something's going yeah, on here. This shit is my massive. Just, my cat just shit out like half her weight and shit. 
I think some of her internal organs might be mixed up in there. <laughs> oh, my cat learned how to use toilet paper. What's yeah. this all about? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I have the smartest cat. <laughs> oh, I, I see she folds. She doesn't crumple. Okay, good for her. Right. She's, she's, she's a civilian up in this. <sighs> but yeah, you know, game's a game, baby. So, so yeah. should we talk about the Eagles? Yeah, we went from James <laughs> talking about James Harden to drinking and then just shit. So that yeah. tells you what we think of him. Oh, man. Bird gang, baby. Yeah, so they get a bunch of injuries in the fucking uh, that Browns preseason game. That sucked. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess the only one of major consequence was Zach McPherson tears his Achilles. He's gone for the year, so that's a bummer. Yeah, that's a big deal. Uh, then, that sucked because he looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think defensively that's a big deal because he was playing a lot of backup nickel. Yeah. But also, man, special teams. He was special yeah. teams player of the week at least once last year. He was great last year on special teams. Yeah. That's a low key big loss. They like, lost two big guys on special teams in the last Yeah, Sean Bradley, too. Yeah. yeah our special week. teams was never really a strong suit. Yeah, it's Ooh. always been the last priority, which makes sense. But Since they let Fip might... go. Yeah. Yeah, should have yeah. kept. But yeah, I think some of the other injuries, too. Um, Moro Ojimo. Yeah. He was looking good, dude. Mm-hmm. Then he got hurt. The that guy looked from serious. Texas? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the young kid. And then Tyree Cleveland. I yeah. gassed him up in that last pod. Yeah, he was looking pretty the good. The Avery Curse. Yeah. It's like, we don't know if it's Avery. It might well, don't be say that Avery now. Curse. Damn, what the fuck? Yeah, don't say anything good about any other. But, but yeah, I gassed him up. That also looked serious. They had to take him and Ojimo out on stretchers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt back because the one point, I think it was McPherson or maybe... Ojima, I forget who it was, but the stadium started doing the wave. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this shit's a bad horrible. That was a pretty no, bad look. I was look. like, guys, come on now. Like, we didn't know what was going on. I like, think it's just, I, I just chalked that up to the fact that the, the preseason tickets are obviously way cheaper, and there's probably a lot of casuals there, you know? A lot of kids. Yeah, people that don't people, know. A lot of people that are just there because they want to, like, have a nice night and just hang out at the link, you know? It's a lot of kids and, like, family-friendly stuff. Obviously not paying attention to the game. No. But, but yeah. That was not a, whole, a good look. That was tough to look at. I mean, it, it went on, too, for a... I never saw Wavy go on for five ten. I mean, it was just... Not a football game. Like, oh, you man, see that over, at a baseball game sometimes. Yeah. Not this shit went around game. for forever. That was, that was insufferable. First, second, and third deck. I mean, it was an impressive wave for sure, but <laughs> I was like, man, this shit is beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. not good. But yeah. I guess the other uh, big uh, topic is the backup quarterback situation. Dude, Tanner Tanner McKee, 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 nice. McKee, McKee throw the ball, in. dude. You can throw the ball. Dude, I mean, Mariota might have won our hearts over with that fucking quarterback show, but McKee well, I mean, is clearly that, but... the better. <laughs> McKee is clearly the better quarterback. I yeah, mean, McKee's Ma- great, man. Mariota, he couldn't hit the fucking brawls out of a barn right now. That guy Dude. sucks. He can't read. He can't do anything. Best thing he's good for is run blocking, which you don't want to hear about with your quarterback. Yeah, your quarterback shouldn't <laughs> yeah, be like your a... your main run blocker, your lead blocker on a running Terrible. play. Terrible. But uh, yeah, I think what's interesting, right, is they brought in. Mariota because they're thinking, yeah, if Hertz goes down, this guy can capably run like he fits our, the mold. Our for, yeah. read option, yep. our uh, RPO, like he can run that. Yep. The thing he can't do is everything else Hertz does: uh, the throw, the deep throws, the intermediate throws, the hitting guys on the move, the accuracy. He can none even of hit, that. I honestly don't think that if he had no O line or D line in front of him and just a center snapping him the ball with a free range to throw, I don't think he'd hit any receiver anywhere on the field. 
The dude's no. bad. No. He's, he's so bad at throwing the ball. Yeah, like, nice guy. Like, as you mentioned, we've seen in quarterback. Nice guy. Yeah, great Wish dude. Wish him well. Like, yeah. feel for his family. Like, this his wife. It. His wife was a great person. They got their little girl, and like you want them to do well, but dude, yeah. he was he's getting booed. But he was getting booed during preseason. He would never last if he had to fill in for Hurts right oh, now. Oh God, dude. So yeah, the point I was gonna make is that Tanner McKee, man, he's got that deep ball accuracy, that back shoulder throw. He's yeah. nailing guys with it. Mobile yeah. too. Like, I mean, like his mobile. number, his numbers that he had should have looked even better because there was like they two or like three perfect balls. passes that yeah. he dropped. Yeah. yeah. Sneakily mobile too. The guy can like roll out of the pocket Makes, to the left or right. Looks he was making good. the right decision yeah. on the RPOs. Like yep. that's our guy. I he think. helped us tie the game that way. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you're playing games where obviously preseason doesn't mean anything, but when you see guys play like they know that their jobs and honestly like their careers on the line, he's proving his worth. Where Mariota, you know, you're number one overall pick before you know what i mean you've, you've been a starter before around the league come on now there's what first game knocked the rust off i get it come back from injury another new team new scheme and all that shit but like you can't hit a wide open guy you can't yeah. throw the ball down the field more than 10 yards i mean just brain dude brain his, that plays. interception he threw yeah air I mean, mailed it by like yeah. five feet over the tight end of over calcaterra Right into the the safety's arms, man. Yeah, and I mean, like, wrong as, with him? as like decent as he's been with like running plays and stuff, that doesn't really mean anything if there's no threat to right. Run. There's like still a stack of box against them, and yeah, it's it's not. I mean, we were lucky, you know. I mean, I think that Minshew did a good job last year with us. I think he was a good backup quarterback, but he's assumed oh, he's that role. I think that Mariota yeah. is just kind of run his course. I don't think that he's worth a roster spot at this point. I would rather dump yeah. Mary. I really don't. I would rather dump Mariota, promote Tyler McKee, and pick up. I would rather have fucking Matt Ryan as, as a third quarterback. Dude, but the thing is, I would I trust that. I don't think they cut Mariota because they gave him five million guaranteed, and if they cut him, it's an eight million dollar cap hit. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be willing to eat eight million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll you definitely could, be on the roster. The only real question is, is he going to end up being the third, third. string? That's what I was going to say, right? I, I think so. Which, like, to start the year, I doubt they're going to do that. Like, But when, when push comes to shove, though, I mean, you don't have to be a fucking, like, expert in football to know that, like, he's your number three quarterback. Yeah. Here's I, what I think would happen. If Hertz goes down in-game, Mariota comes in, yeah. finishes the game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, But if they have a week to prepare... They threw McKee in there with the ones in practice, and McKee starts the next yeah, game. I think he could. Because in a pinch, like, Mariota can at least run and, like, provide the threat of a run in a game that Hurts comes out of. Yeah, but I feel but like... if a team has all week to scheme against yeah. him... Especially if you're talking about, ooh, like, a, a oh, oh, my God. And especially if it's, like, a multi-week injury, long-term yeah. injury, like... I yeah. just see that, like, if we go up on teams this year, or we're up, like, you know... 15 or fourth, you know, whatever it is in the fourth quarter, I would rather have you put McKee in there than Mariota to get those reps in there with the number twos or, you know, half ones, half twos in offense. I think Mariota has wasted his opportunity to, like, earn that right. I think McKee is the guy that you put in there for those garbage minutes to see what he can do. Yeah, I mean, he's He's mostly going to be handing the ball off in those situations. You're not going to see a whole lot out of him. Which is fine, though, Or but take a deep stab, do something different. You know what I mean? I would trust his long ball late in the game just to see what happens, and I would trust Mariota's fucking whatever he throws, a shot in the dark. Yeah, Yeah. Hey, man, Philadelphia Eagles, quarterback factory. Yeah, here we go again, dude. The factory's factory's still running, running, man. Yep. 
What else? What else are y'all down here about the Eagles? That oh. pr- joint practice. Well, no, we got to talk about Miles Jack just straight up retired. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were gassing him up two episodes ago, like, and he's I'm out. out. Yeah, not Looks surprising like, uh, though. Cunningham's looking like he's going to be a starter. Yeah, yeah, I think fine. so. He looked good in the last yeah, game. Yeah, he's been he's been good. He played the whole damn game just about. Yeah, I mean they don't have any linebackers. Yeah, no. Miles Jack played in the fourth quarter. I'm like that should have been an indication. This guy's playing in the fourth quarter, though the second to last preseason game. He ain't long for the NFL. I mean, I'm okay with that. When he first came on the team, it was like I almost became a plumber or electrician. I was like, right, yeah. my man's already yeah, two feet out. In it. Yeah, yeah like, a few it's practices, okay. It was like you know that plumber shit sound pretty good, right? Yeah, I can like make a decent pay. It actually, seems all right to make me. thirty bucks an hour and not get CTE. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, you know, he's I'm, already made a bunch of money. His yeah, career too. and that's fine. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, Cunningham will be okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up somebody else. Someone you know? that gets cut. I somebody, think, yeah. you know, someone low level or whatever it is. That Michigan State quarterback is or uh, linebacker. I like a lot. Van Sumeren. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, when he they, looked good in the yeah, last game. When they when they got him as an undrafted rookie free agent, I was really impressed. Yeah, I he think had like he led a the team fifth in or six round on pedigree defense. on him, and they got him undrafted. I like him, um, but you know, Miles Jack. Don't miss him. Wasn't I was like happy that we filled the need. It was just weird that he just retired. I don't yeah. know. I thought that well, was Corey very strange. Corey Davis did the same thing today too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's only, only twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, Miles Jack's about With the same Rogers, age. You know. Yeah, yeah you're seeing more and more of that guys like retiring pretty early, mm-hmm. which I mean makes sense. You don't want to <laughs> end up like one of those guys that fucking yeah. You know, you blow your leg out and then you get don't you end know. up like Antonio Brown, just out of your mind because all the CTA. Yeah, it's, you know. But I think, you know. some t- point you want to quit while you're ahead. Yeah. I mean, it would have been, it's a shame. I feel like this would have been his best year to be able to, like, just be on a contending team, so to speak. You got your best quarterback in your career, really, with Rodgers behind there, potentially, if they yeah. do well. But, you know, good for him. Get out while you can. No big deal. Also, a first-round pick. Made his money. Yeah. He's probably chilling. Yeah. No major injuries in his career. Like, that's fine with him. But, yeah, Miles Jack, good for him. Go to him. Hopefully... He has a good business laying pipe. Hey, yeah. They have to ask him <laughs> but, to come fix, yeah. fix someone's pipes around here, man, see what kind of work he does. You know, but uh, yeah, he came to Philly, got one step of the union. He's like, holy shit, I like this a lot. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, this, it's like I do like four years, I get that journeyman rate. Like, I'm yeah. still fucking yeah, chilling. He's chilling, yeah. dude. That's his career. But yeah, the other thing from the preseason, that last game, is Zetner was ass, dude, the punter. Oh, uh, they yeah. caught him. Yeah, so, yeah. are we going to be looking at another year of Aaron Sipos after that yeah. Super Bowl? Uh, yep. shit, yeah, he ca- he kind of cost us. Th- like, there are a bunch well, of things that went into that. I can't sit here and say he's the sole reason we lost. That punt was, but brutal, that though. punt was horrible. Ass. and we lost that. They scored a touchdown because they got such good field position. We lost the game by three points. Yeah, Man. I mean, so we have to deal with him again. Well, I will say. But the whole season of last year, he did decent as a punter. He had a big fuck up. You could argue that Jalen Hurts flumbing the ball for a fucking run back for a touchdown cost us the game as well. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, so you know, I'm not gonna. It sucked. Granted, you know, but he had another great punt after that, and then we just didn't tackle anybody, and they got right back down to like the 30 yard line. So like, it's okay. Sipos is whatever. I think punters are pretty. You know, at the end of the day, irrelevant with this defense. Hey, man, I'm just saying, like... He can get the ball down. He can get the ball down there fine. When you look at value at the margins, man, 
an old Gabe Kapler quote, if you will. That's value at the margins. A, a, a mediocre punter versus a better punter might have been the difference last year. Could, could you be the difference medi- this year. Could you name any punters out there on the market? I don't know what the punting market looks like. That's my point, though. Is that like I have Sippos, no clue. But you're gonna, they're all Sipposes out there. Like you're gonna get someone that is can boot the ball. Hey far, man, I want like, some new blood. We've seen what he can do. Yeah, I'm just saying, it is what it is at that point. It's, I mean, it's an inconsequential thing to to complain about, especially in the preseason. But hey, I'm still gonna make noise about it every time he has a bad punt. I'm gonna be texting you. That's Who, your boy. That's fine. Listen, he ain't my boy. I'm not fucking put my name against this guy. <laughs> Let boy. the record show. It's just he's a fucking punter. Like you know what I mean. Who was the guy? Who's that cat we had for a minute? Uh, was he Russian? What was he? Or Australian? Oh, um, Cameron Johnston. Yeah, I yeah. liked him. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. What I also miss Dicker the kicker. Yeah, Dicker the kicker. I wish we kept him. I liked oh, it. Dude, he was the man. Yeah, he was cool. He like won us that Cardinals game. Cameron yeah. Dicker. Dicker to kicker. He was NFC champ or NFC special teams player of the week that yeah. week. And then we yeah. cut him like two weeks later. He's with yeah. the Chargers now as their kicker. Good for him. But Yeah. I mean Yeah. I mean punters are pretty interchangeable. Yeah, I didn't mean to spend too much time on it, but I just had to bring <laughs> it up, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that's where our focus is right now. I mean, if that's our main that's a, the height of our concern. It probably is. We're cool with that yeah. then, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's inconsequential to complain about. Big market, but... though, I did hear, though, is that Howie Roseman and the Eagles have been one of the more aggressive teams in regards to Jonathan Taylor trade talks. How will we I'll feel about that? I believe it when I see it. I don't I mean, know. Obviously, I would love to have Would him. you ditch Gainwell and Boston Scott or one or the other with some picks for Jonathan yeah. Taylor? It depends on the the value of the pick, but second, not a first, obviously. But yeah, you, you got can't picks. Give up a we second. have a shit on it. We have like twelve picks next year, and you look at the market of who's gotten what. McCaffrey was only traded for a third and a fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would give up. I love Boston Scott. I, I like a Kenny Gainwell, but I would ditch a third and a fourth and either Gainwell or Scott in a heartbeat. I mean, you would have Taylor, Taylor Swift. You could cut Penny. No, Who's you'd it? have Taylor Swift and Penny. Hold on, Taylor Swift. Well, yes. oh, fuck, never mind, fuck, I mean, never oh, mind, man. nope, never mind. Hey, man, she happen. is an Eagles fan. Can't it's ha- all coming she's together. She's a fraud, the Eagles Can't fan. Can't happen. She's from Lancaster. She, her, nah, she, she just now is an Eagles fan because she came to Philadelphia, but I never heard that shit before in my life. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's been established. She's not Mike Trout that Trevor, we know. Like Taylor Swift? I'm like the, t- <laughs> yeah, Trevor's the Swift. I'm not like a pod. fan, I'm not like, uh, he says I'm not like playing the records or anything, but he likes I don't, sit. I think, I, th- I think the, I think all the hate is like a little too much. Man. Seems like just seems like a nice lady that just wants to you know make her fans happy. He's hanging out what, with the PPA. Uh, He's listening to the, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't understand what the yeah, big we need deal to find a new third podcast what the host, fuck? man. Trevor, hey, man. you like the PPA? You're a Swifty. What else are you hiding from us? Uh, yeah, He's got know. a Cowboys tattoo on his butt cheek. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Uh, no, I, I doubt <laughs> that. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. But, but nah, man. Uh, I don't know. As far as Jonathan Taylor goes. I don't think we would get him, but yeah, if it ended up being something where we have to give up Gainwell, Bosco, a third, a fourth, hell yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. I mean, yeah, it feels like uh, the type of trade that how we would make mid-season, not before the season, you know, for like a running back. Yeah. Yeah, the running back trades have always been Well, you got like Garrett Blunt floating out there, or uh, what's it called, Leonard Fournette, which 
I could see us picking him up midseason if he doesn't He's get on the team. He's kind of duplicative with Penny. If Penny goes down, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I could see him midseason, like Trevor's saying. Like, you know, midseason, Penny probably won't be healthy all season. He goes down. You pick him up. He's a great third and short, fourth and goal. He's that, like, Garrett Blunt, you know, yeah. that we had during the playoff yeah. run last time. Good for here and there for a spark plug, you know. He can catch a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah. And the pressure is off of him. He's, you know, he's playing against or playing with one of the arguably the best O-line anyway. Yeah, the best so running any, quarterback. Any yeah. running back wants to play for us because we're running back friendly. We're not just going to throw you out to the fucking wolves and have you get brain damage. Like, yeah, the holes if, you're looking for a, if you're looking for a place to, uh, you know, have, rack up some good stats, get a good contract the next year. Yeah. That's what DeAndre Swift's Potentially get a ring. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So like Miles Sanders did the past three years or whatever. He got, he got paid pretty well. He's going to be so bad. I yeah, think. I don't know. I don't know how their O line is, but uh, it's not as good as ours. Frank Wright's play with it. I mean, I feel like there's familiarity there. I think that they have a decent. Well, I don't know. I care. I'm kind of. Yeah, I don't really know much about them. Yeah, they got Bryce Young. I don't know mm. if he's good or not. Adam Man. Thielen. They yeah, got a decent little offense. There. I'm Thielen's not gonna lie. Yeah, I know he is, but he's he's all right. He's like a white Jason Avant. Like the guy gets open and has good <laughs> hands. <laughs> That's like true. You know, he's reliable. He's like your third and short, third and long kind of guy. Like, all right, well, he'll be open somewhere if he stays healthy. Yeah. I love the Vaughn. But... Oh, well, Vaughn was the man. So, yeah. Dylan's the... Yeah, that's fair. Like, you know, he's... he's the, the possession receiver that's always open. He's a open. slot guy yeah, that's the there for third and the short. Yeah. Your dump ball foul. check, dude. That's not a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we do got to talk about this fight, though. Oh, yeah. The oh, last yeah. day of preseason. Jason Kelsey getting of, all aggressive. Of training camp. Or, yeah, training camp. Last day of preseason tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. But, yeah, so training camp, joint practice against the Colts. Things were already chippy leading up to this. Derek Barnett apparently instigated, which. Low hit. Hey, man, that's what he's good at. Yeah, I think that's the reason why he's He's here. To be an irritant, man. To to be an agitator and to get guys pissed. Maybe get someone a 15-yard penalty. It'll cost us a few 15-yard penalties. We know that. Guaranteed. But, yeah, he started it being chippy with Richardson, right? This is what all the beat writers are saying is they blow a play dead during uh, Colts having the ball. Derek Barnett's on the field as a, a pass rusher. And Richardson goes to, like, flip the ball to the ref. Derek Barnett, like, slaps his arm. <laughs> and you're not allowed to touch a quarterback at all, right? Yeah, yeah uh, you can't yeah. touch a quarterback at all. So then the Colts players obviously take exception. Dark Barnett, like, squares up. <laughs> yeah. Puts up his dukes, right? Like, he's ready to brawl. Then apparently a bunch of, like, Colts players got in there. You know who else got in there with Derek Barnett? Had his back. Jalen Carter. Hell yeah. Jalen yeah, Carter. He had to get yeah, pulled aside. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Milton Williams was trying to pull, break up the fight. Mm-hmm. Jalen Carter and Derek Barnett are ready to brawl, man. But that, that one resides. So then later... What is it? We're on offense. Yeah, Gainwell's we're on offense. Gainwell's got the ball. Yeah. Zaire Franklin, Philly boy yep. on the Colts. Philly boy, for, he's a linebacker. Hits Gainwell hard once. Him and Kelsey have apparently been yelling at each other all game. Yeah. And Kelsey takes exception to the hit. Blindsided him. So, no, th- that was the first time. Yeah. Hits him again. Kelsey sees it from like 20 yards away. Comes sprinting down the field. Just bulldozes him. Blow. And then uh, after that, all hell broke loose, man. Seemed like there was, like, a bunch of melees. At one point, Kelsey was in the middle of all of it. Yep. Just... They had to end practice. Yeah. They cut practice. They were like, we're going to end it short, call it a day. And then 
the funny thing is, I think this is, uh, I was listening to Burge's friends, Bo Wolf was saying that at the end of all this, like as the, the brawl is breaking up, Kelsey walks over to the sideline. Derek Barnett's standing there and gives him a fist pound. Like, that's what's up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Barnett's such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Such a dickhead. The guy started this whole thing. But yeah, man. What it's always him. What do y'all make of all this? I think this team has some fucking juice in it right now. I think that they're pissed off about losing the Super Bowl. I think that they have, they're ready to actually hit some people right now. I think this team's just primed and ready to go. I think that, you know, they asked, uh, Who's the guy from Philly from the Colts that he said? Zaire Franklin. He said that, like, you know, what did he say? He said, we just got to be prepared. No, nah, I'm kidding. He, was he like, said you know something what? about, I would think he the said, OGs would, like. Well, you're bringing, you know, you play a team, they have a level of intensity, and sometimes you bring more intensity than they do, and they get soft about that shit. I don't think that that's true. I think that we had the intensity level, but I think that this team is ready to rock. I think that they're firing all cylinders. The, the starters haven't played yet at all in preseason, so they've only gotten to play against their own teammates, and they can't hit anybody yet. Right. Offense is reserved. Defense is looking pretty good. They're all just kind of kind of giving each other blue balls in a way. Like No one's really <laughs> busting a nut yet, football-wise. Yeah. But I think that tomorrow you're going to see a team that's ready to explode. No pun intended. No hmm. pun intended. Hmm. And I think that the Colts, you know, that Colts game last year was a very hard-fought one game. Oh, that was one of the hardest games yeah, all I mean, year. Yeah, they the Colts, played us real tough. Their defense is tough, but I think that in a way that you got to get a lot of young, fresh guys on defense. The the offense is set, ready to roll. But I love the intensity, and I think that that's been the theme of camp all year, where the offense is the same. They they know what to do. They're doing their thing. you got the side now. That he says, I want you guys to feel us on defense, and I want mm. them to be afraid to come across the middle. And I think that the offense playing against those guys all off season is coming through. I mean, it's making Kel- Kelsey has never once been a guy to be like the aggregator. He or, felt bad about that too. You he seen did, him yeah. About he was like, that. you know, that was unlike yeah. me. But it reminds me of the time when someone took out Nick Foles and Jason. Trent Williams oh, took out Yeah, and Nick Jason Foles. Peters was ready to yeah. brawl. I remember that day. So Kelsey, yeah. to be the old vet now, like, yeah, man, you're he's he knows what's at stake, and you can't be hitting young guys like that in practice. Yeah. Now, it was wrong on him to blindside that guy later in the game to do that shit, but, like, they're just ready to roll, and I feel like that was exciting to see. I like to see a camp that gets a little chippy, as yeah. they say. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think... As far as I'm concerned, would I rather not see Kelsey blindside someone like that if he does that in a game? He won't in the game, though. I would hope not, but if he does it in a real game, he's going to eject and make it suspended for a game. If they hit hurts like that, I'd be okay with him doing that. Yeah, I guess it depends. If it's game well, don't go getting suspended over him. But, like, if it's hurts, yeah, you got to have his back. Yeah, speaking of game well, I did think that was funny. This was funny. Is they interviewed him after all this happened. He's just like talking about, yeah, you got to have your teammates back. You got to have your boys back, this, that, and third. And he's like, oh, we was whooping they ass, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, dude. yeah. So maybe that's why the Colts took exception to it all, because the Eagles are playing tough, physical, and they were still beating the Colts up real bad. And like, Colts were like, yeah, we'll either fight back. I have no idea. But at the end of the day, Eagles are showing some juice. Team's clearly excited and ready to to play someone other than themselves. You hear it all the time. Beat writers and reporters will ask a player, what are you looking forward to most out of the regular season? Players are always like hitting someone other than my own teammate. 
to yeah. your point, that's what they're looking forward to. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, we gotta. Oh, sorry. Hold up. With about, we gotta talk about Josh Harris, dude. Oh, oh shit! The the fa- the the failed handshake. Yeah. This. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Come on now. How drunk do you think he was? He looked, yo, he looked, he looked like. He looked pretty fucked. He, he looked, looked like he just dropped $6 man. billion. Yeah. Dollars and, yeah. Our fearless leader of the Sixers. Like, shirts all unbuttoned, like shirt, co- his, his collar shirts unbuttoned, like two or three buttons down his polo, belly showing a little bit, hair looks all thin, he looks tired as hell, has no energy during the interview. Then he does that, like the 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 fake handshake yeah, or no? People haven't Buck, seen this. Yeah, Joe Buck kind of just gestures outward, and Josh Harris thinks that he's offering his hand for a handshake, and Josh Harris goes in for the handshake, and it's not a handshake, and then it's he just, just like weird quickly caress. just like puts his hand back to his eyes. It's so you fucking see awkward. See Troy Aikman's face? Oh yeah, he was Troy trying to Aikman hold back. Has the biggest grin on his oh, face yeah, while this dude. is going down. That's so funny. I fuck Joe Buck too while we're at it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the Joe Buck's the lesser of t- three evils in that case. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that whole interaction was funny, man. Like Josh Harris is extremely aloof. Like I know I said on this pod way earlier when he first bought the Commanders that I'm kind of concerned that they get a little better. I think they will, just because it's hard to be worse than they have been. Yeah, but until they change they their name, experience. They did finally beat the. Preseason undefeated Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and that's <laughs> really please. I was tired of hearing. They were like about celebrating it. at the end. It was pretty funny. But yeah, I I don't think the commander is going to be that good anytime soon. As long as he's just being socially awkward and looking drunk in the booth. Chase Young will be off that team next year. Hey, we can bring him here. Replace Derek Barnett. <laughs> he play here. Yeah. Bring him in. Yeah, we got the money for it. Did they they extend the cap too next year too? You're going to lose How grand. You're going to have money. <laughs> Trust me. So, uh, I was going to say, so we got like a few minutes here. Do we want to touch quickly on the on Firefest 2? Yeah, yeah, we can touch quickly on Firefest 2. <laughs> so um, apparently the guy, uh, Billy McFarland, he's out of jail. Out of solitary confinement. Yeah, let me play the... Uh... Yeah, you gotta play this clip, man. This is ridiculous. He's doing it again with the fucking fake thing? Who's he doing it with? Who's that? Ja What's up, guys? This is a big day. Because as of right now, Fire Festival 2 tickets are officially on sale. It has been the absolute wildest journey to get here. And it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. <laughs> I wrote out this 50-page plan how it would take this overall interest and demand in fire and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen, but how it would find the best partners in the world to allow me to be me while executing fire's vision to the highest level. In my first year, I partnered with one of the biggest and best TV companies in the world to produce a documentary called After the Fire. (laughs) I've also worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. (laughs) And finally, today, we are announcing Fire Festival 2. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and South America, and ultimately, we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so yeah, so Honestly, there we have I'm it. Sold. 
This is the one of the best examples of uh, failing upwards I think I've ever seen. Because I like if he if the because do you see like he has already sold out a bunch of tickets that they released like already what? again already people oh, yeah. have really I didn't paying, see this. People been paying like five hundred bucks for these tickets, and it's obviously just because they want to like be part of the thing. Like if the, if this like festival they originally did had just gone off without a hitch and everything was fine, like no one would have known about it. No one would have said anything about it. It wouldn't be this thing. But because it was this huge disaster that the guy, he went to prison for like four years. I mean, he said (laughs) how 70, 50 days of solitary confinement. Yeah, I'm curious. I've never, I didn't realize that. Also, why was he in solitary though? Yeah, I don't know. He was. That's odd. He defrauded, like, he frauded a bunch of people. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't get. It's all white collar. He frauded the wrong people. Yeah, it's, it's all white collar crimes, but yeah, yeah, he frauded like people with a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, but solitary is kind of fucking tough though. Like that's not, you know, you could be in like in a, the hole. Yeah, yeah he like he's in the hole for fifty days, eating that food that he was selling for people. Eating <laughs> <laughs> the cheese sandwiches. Yeah, maybe that's why they wanted to, to for him to ta- get a taste of his own medicine yeah. over there. But like, here's the thing: is uh, you know, for this next one he's doing, I feel like this has to also be orchestrated like a total disaster as well because if he just like does this again and it just goes off and it's just like i don't know it's just like bonnaroo light or whatever no one's gonna care it's not gonna get any notoriety or anything it'll just if be it's a, a moderate blip success these... yeah if it's like a moderate success yeah. i feel like he's built this like he has uh documentaries about this thing he's got a broadway musical about this thing and the brand that he's built is that it's a fucking shit show so I feel like the new festival has to like up the also ante. Also, be a failure. It has, it has to be a failure, maybe even a worse one. Someone has to die. At this <laughs> yeah, it has to be like actually dangerous. Like I don't like, <laughs> you know, like no one's gonna remember. I feel like the, it has to become a thing where like the reason that you go to fire festival everywhere is because you want to like do the challenge. Like it's almost like Survivor. Right, like you're just basically paying five hundred dollars to go to burn everything. Yeah, you're yeah. you're like paying uh you know five hundred dollars to just be in Survivor and also see like a few a couple like you know hip hop artists that were popular ten years ago or whatever. That's pretty much what it's got to be, right? I mean, I feel like this guy, he's on to something here in a weird fucked up way. Like, I mean. He's it, committed to the bit of being a failure so much that yeah. it becomes a success. Him and ja, is it in, him and Ja Rule? Yeah. Ja, he that? partnered with Ja Rule for the first one. I I would think Ja Rule probably has enough business sense I to say I don't want to be back, a part of this. No, again. I bet you he's back in there. Uh, as far as my understanding is, he has yet to announce who he's partnered with. Yeah, Maybe it's says, Ja Rule. This article from TMZ says, uh, uh, "What does it say?" Months after. The teaser, I guess this is like a the thing he put out teasing the festival. Uh, Billy reunited with Andy King, the guy who famously revealed that Billy asked him to give oral sex to a oh, customs officer. and he did. To get a, shipments of bottled water. <laughs> and he did. Did he suck some guy's dick yes. in, like a, in a booth yes, or something like did. that? Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, that guy's so loyal So if, if you're going to go to Firefest 2, that's what you got to expect. I'll tell you what, though. That guy, Billy, is ride or die. To the full extent. Here's the thing: they don't have the they don't they, they said they haven't revealed the exact location for it yet. They don't have that pinned down yet. So, where do you guys think that? What do you guys think the best place for this to be? Epstein Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's not a bad answer. Little St. James. That's it right there. I mean, there's nothing else. That's it. 
What I was thinking is if Does you really... Does Rihanna own the Bahamas now? Or she's like the queen of the Bahamas? Or what is she now? She's from Barbados. She's from Barbados. Uh, so they're different. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a B. I don't think she's queen of there. Some shit like that. She then might have just... some kind of honorary... She's got like a uh, yeah, She's probably got some sort of honorary title. I mean, she's from there and is the most famous person yeah, from Yeah, one there. of their biggest uh, She's one of the richest so. women in the world, if not the Big richest. Time. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> So I think I think a good if they if they really want to like keep this going and like you know accelerate the the failure the the awfulness and the challenge of being a, a firefest um, you know attendee they should have it at one of those little places where there's those um, uncontacted tribes oh, that just like kill yeah. people <laughs> and they're disturbed you know about these things hell yeah yeah there was like the one I remember there was one time where they threw they. Flew like a, a little like drone camera above one, and they were, they were like, like firing like arrows at it. I feel like that's that should be like yeah, the challenge. taking it to the next level. Yeah, you gotta like these. There's there's people here that might kill you. Well, <laughs> yeah, where the OG Firefest was, like the locals were pissed. Well, they so, were yeah, pumped at the, first. Yeah, the first one was in like the Bahamas somewhere. They were like, thank they, God our economy could use this, and then no one showed up. They were like, this yeah. is the worst well, thing I mean, ever they were, to our economy. Yeah, the original natives were pissed because they were just like promised jobs there and they ended up getting like shafted mm. i think they're still trying to pay all those people back for sure this time the natives are like they don't want nothing to do with any of this shit they're ready to go to they're war. ready to like kill, kill and eat you i know? think it would be fun what's that oh man green inferno no dante no green inferno dante's inferno no green inferno something like that where like these people get they're on like a uh jungle expedition and they find this tribe then they all get kidnapped and get eaten by this like cannibal tribe that'd be kind of cool to see though all these like rich idiots <laughs> do it hey man eat the rich it, someone's do it, finally they doing do it, it. Yeah. Like, that'd they do be it cool again maybe yeah maybe uh yeah billy mcfarland's is secretly trying to like kickstart the proletarian revolution by i mean the fact <laughs> our that our hero man these... salute <laughs> yeah, yeah but they... putting all these like rich instagram models on a but uh... they do it again they show up with the little boats and there's just a bunch of guys like spearing them to death with fucking bow and arrows and weird like poison frog darted fucking spears that'd be kind of sick <laughs> i'm into that i would watch that show not that you know i would con- obviously i don't support that but if it was recorded and put online oh, and put on netflix we don't support cannibalism here but i would watch it podcast. not the cannibalism part just like the weird like if, when they show up in their little like you know i'm in my linen shorts oh, and shirt, i, I hope a, a rich person get eaten that'd be funny to me that'd be cool i mean uh, i have no issue with yeah. the rich i mean i've seen like the, there's a, i mean i remember one case where it was like a Christian missionary went to one of those places where like the uncontact, like the, you know, isolated tribe thing. And like, he goes there, they pretty much like in their own words, tell him to fuck off. And then he comes back and then they kill him. And it's like, dude, they told you to fuck. Like you should have just, yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree, homie. That's funny. But yo, how is he going to make a Broadway musical about this? So that's real, dude. They they'll make Broadway musicals about anything these days. I gotta see the Broadway Spider Man one. That's more excusable than a Firefest Broadway <laughs> musical. Are you serious? I feel like you could turn it into a thing. I gotta 
We gotta you watch gotta create, this. You gotta really dude, I mean, I'm uh, into it. We should dude, we gotta watch it. this yeah. and do do a dissection of the Firefest yeah. Broadway musical. Yeah, we, we, all gotta, it's on, we all gotta, it's, we all gotta it's, go up to Broadway and see it live. Got, we can probably watch a version on the we internet. We have to rewatch the original thing. Yeah, I think we gotta and then see. I think we gotta it, see it in its pure form. We, we gotta, gotta watch the original and then watch the we Broadway. Gotta, we gotta take a trip up to New York and uh, come back on the dreaded Penn Station. Yeah, drink some almond cocktails. Drink some. Yeah, go to that place in Brooklyn we were at. Drink some. Yo, I'm gonna be in Brooklyn this weekend. In Prospect Park, or in my friend lives in Park Slope. What was the place called? I'll this see place was called Weather Up. All right, it's, Weather um, Up. I gotta I remember forget exactly what neighborhood it was in. Like, but uh, yeah, good cocktails. All right, Weather Up. I'll try to remember it. And we got and we got a whole second round, and they didn't like charge us for them. Oh, even and we just, like and that. We just, and we just left <laughs> before That's they a good noticed. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good bar. So, yeah, you know. Some Philly boys in New York. Got How about in and out that? of there without spending a fortune. Nice day in in old NYC. So we're going to fire, too. Live yeah. pods. Well, I don't want to get eaten by cannibals, but I'll see the musical. We'll be all right. We'll survive. We'll be okay. Yeah, we're Philly tough, yeah. man. We good. I ain't yeah. worried about that shit. We can handle it. Well, that will just about do it for us here tonight. Uh, please leave us a five star rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. Find us on TikTok now and Twitter and Instagram. Send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com. Hey, find our stickers all over the city. Yeah, we, we got, got coasters coming soon. We're going to be at the local establishments. Yeah, we're going to koozies by tailgating season. Yeah, the big marketing push is coming. And fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, our stickers will spread across Philly just like a raging fire. <laughs> and from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. See ya.